Hello and welcome to the Kitty Talks podcast. I'm your host, Kitty Waters, serial entrepreneur, success and business coach, and I'm the co-creator of the Network for Transformational Leaders. Each week, I interview top thought leaders who are changing the world. This podcast will show you how to build a life in alignment with your soul. This podcast is sponsored by my Do Your Dharma program. This seven-week online program will help you let go of anything holding you back and unlock your greatest potential. We've now had over 80 women and three very evolved men go through the program with incredible results. The next time I'm launching my program will be May next year, 2020. And at the moment, there is an early bird price of £395. That will go up to £595 in April. So if you're interested in joining us, go to www.doyourdharma.co.uk. Now, without further ado, I will see you on the other side. Welcome to the Kitty Talks podcast. This is my New Year's Eve recipe. Recipe? This is my New Year's Eve episode. <laughs> it's a good start, isn't it? Um, welcome, first of all. If you're listening to this, it is 2020 on the horizon. How amazing and how incredible is that? This is going to be a truly epic and spiritual decade. We are coming into our own on the planet. It's all about the Leo Aquarius rising. What does that mean? Well, that means people understanding their personal power, people stepping into their personal sovereignty, people taking responsibility for their own lives, which will have a ripple effect and a positive impact on the planet. So stay tuned and listen to my New Year 2020 episode. So 2020, my goodness. It's literally around the corner. In this podcast episode, we are going to be talking about, well, I'm going to be sharing with you my reflections from 2019, the things I learned, the things I achieved, but mostly the things I've kind of come to realize, because hopefully this will add some value to your lives. So my reflections for 2019 well, it's been a good year. Like I, you know, I'm a continual optimist. I never really complain. You know, I'm always looking at the good in life. I've learned that lesson very hard. Um, you know, having been somebody that suffered with chronic depression for 10 years, you know, my mindset back then was always comparing myself, always looking at what wasn't working, always, you know, really criticizing myself. So, you know, through learning the hard way, I always, always now look for the good in life. And I obviously make that a daily practice. Um, so if any of you struggling with your mental health, I would really, really recommend that that becomes a literally a non-negotiable for you where you are looking at the amazing things that you've got in your life. Like if you're born in the Western world, you're a lucky full stop. You know, you've got running water, you've got a roof over your head, you've got electricity. You are incredibly lucky. You know, let's face it. But this year um, has been a really interesting year for me because I think I've really come into my power and I'm really starting to step into and own my power. Like it was only 
three years ago, um, where what I'm doing now seemed really far off. Um, you know, doing these solo casts, coaching, running my group coaching programs. You know, we've now had 72 people go through Dharma. Um, and I'm very pleased to report my solo casts do really well. They actually do better than the interviews, which was not a surprise for me, believe me. Um, but it's, I think that's really been testament to me coming into my power. Like, I'm 42. So if you're listening to this, you know, whenever you're listening to this, this is a sign, this is a signal, you know, this is our time now. You know, if you're a light worker, the next decade is going to be incredible for you. And, and the chances are that you're conscious now. You know, a lot of people are waking up on the planet. But once you start to realize how powerful you are, that is incredible because we now understand that we can shape our realities. And I'm going to be doing a webinar in the new year, definitely going to be doing a face-to-face where we're designing the next decade of our lives. So, so what have I achieved this year? Well, I had a look back, actually, um, and I kind of looked at the last 10 years because we're just finishing a very powerful decade. So I thought it'd be interesting to look at my last decade and see what I've achieved. So, so 10 years ago was 2010, and I was living in London, and I was 32. And at that time, I owned my own house in London, and I lived with friends, and I was sharing a house Um, But I was still working in recruitment and I was still battling my addictions in some shape or form. You know, I was trying to move myself out of a toxic environment where all my friends, you know, still went out and got off their heads and, you know, drunk too much and everything. And I was still in a job I didn't really like, but I was doing the personal transformation work. So I had already set up and it was called ATL at that time and I was desperate to have my whole life in this world um so I just really started to do a lot of personal development and I was still single um 10 years ago um and I knew this this concept of who you surround yourself with who is who you become so you know that was a very something I took really really literally um And I knew that I wanted to hang out and surround myself with incredible people doing amazing things on the planet, you know, and 10 years later, I'm really pleased to say that my life looks very different. Um, Obviously, I'm married now and I've been with my partner for the last five years. We've been married for two uh, and he was definitely a, a dream. 10 years ago, you know, I was, I was dating really inappropriate men and, and there didn't seem to be any decent men out there. And, um, be very careful if you're a single lady and you're looking to um, find the one, then just be careful of the stories you tell yourself. Because I, you know, I had all these rules and regulations around. I didn't want to date a man who was divorced. I didn't want to date a man who had children. Um, I had all this stuff going on around relationships. And I think, you know, my advice for you, if you're looking at finding a conscious partnership and conscious relationship, A, go and listen to my um, calling in the one podcast because that will help you really utilize the process that I've designed to clear out any energy that you're holding on that um, is sending out the wrong signal and actually a process where you can call in the right person. Um, but yeah, be careful the stories you tell yourself because there are amazing men out there. We just have to believe that and then call them in. So yes, I've, you know, 10 years ago, Matt was like a twinkle in my eye. Um, so he's definitely the top of my list. Um, and then creating and running the Network for Transformational Leaders is something I'm very, very proud of. Um, we've had, 
God, I can't even tell you how many events. We just got back from Davos in Switzerland, and it was just incredible. And I think, again, if you're listening to this testament to um, anything is possible, you just have to believe it. Like, we in our culture, we tend to want to see to believe. And I truly believe that you have to believe to see. So what do I mean by that? Well, we've been taught that if you can't see something, it doesn't exist, right? But I well know I've been doing a huge amount of work in this area for a long time. You know, this is one realm that we are living on. It happens to be the most densest dimension. But just because I can't see an angel doesn't mean I don't believe in angels. So my challenge to you is what is it you believe? You know, look at what you believe about your life and what is possible, because whatever you believe you will create, So a way to flip this on this head is actually to do it the other way around. So to believe is then what you will see. So, you know, now I believe that anything's possible. Now I totally understand that we manifest and create our own realities. And actually, you know, looking at the vision for my life now, 2020, I'm already in the energy of the transformational center that we are manifesting. I'm telling everybody, I feel like it's done already. I'm just waiting for it to show up. Um, but if you're listening to this podcast, it's really important what you believe is possible for your life. Um, and if you're around doubters and naysayers, then unfortunately that will rub off. So again, top tip in the 2020, make sure you put yourself around positive people, because if I can create and run a global transformational leadership organization with members in 15 countries, about 65 people, then you can do anything. Um, And that was just down to me believing it was totally possible and then taking steps on a daily basis towards where I want to go. So if you're listening to this, I would love to know what you're looking to create in 2020. What is one of your true dreams? So the other thing I'm very, very proud of with my 10 things in this last decade is giving up alcohol. Alcohol has been a real journey for me. Again, you can listen to my... um, my podcast on sobriety and my journey to sobriety. Um, But I'm just so pleased. This is the third time I've given up alcohol and this will be the last time, as in I'm not going back. Um, We've done a year on the 29th. So actually, by the time you're listening to this, it will be a year that I have given up alcohol for and I have not missed it. And I think the key thing in not missing alcohol is my mindset has shifted. Every time I tried to give up in the past, I was in a lack mentality. So I was always kind of like, oh, I won't be able to socialize with these people and I won't get on with these people. And, you know, I was always looking at what I would be losing out. And I think that's the key for anybody trying to give up something. Shift your mindset to look at what you'll gain. You know, I now very much wouldn't want to put poison in my body, um, which is essentially what alcohol is. Um, I also don't want to ruin my spiritual connection because obviously drinking too much alcohol is not good for um, really meditation and qigong and and yoga. Um, And it's kind of just a waste of energy. And I also now know and understand that it lowers my vibration. Um, So all those things added up. I don't even want it. It's not even like a case of, oh, I feel like I'm missing out. And I just don't even want it. I'm not tempted. And of course, when you, have, when you get into that frame of mind, it's so easy. Um, so if you're looking to give something up in 2020, my recommendation is to really look at your mindset around it. Everything I've given up in my life, smoking, drinking, 
drugs. It's all been because my mindset shifted. Um, so I'm very proud of giving up alcohol because um, I think my family think I'm mad. <laughs> um, but that's because alcohol is very ingrained in our family life. Um, but again, it, it hasn't been difficult this time around. This has taken me th- three times, though. So I'm not like some weird saint that can just give up anything. I'm still struggling with sugar and coffee. Two coffees a day, that's my limit. But I need to cut it down. Um, but the other thing I've also given up in this decade is meat. Um, that hasn't been difficult either. Um, and again, that was kind of a vibration thing. I know that my digestion, I mean, do you know what? It's so interesting thinking back. This time last year, obviously Christmas is notorious, isn't it, for eating and drinking badly. And this time last year, on the 29th, I remember my friend coming to visit. And luckily for me, he's very good kind of holistic well-being type um, guy and um, my gut was so backed up because I'd eaten meat and I'd eaten all sorts of things that were obviously not very good for me and I remember him having to massage my stomach because I couldn't literally I was so bloated and I was in pain from my gut being so backed up and that actually was a catalyst to me to not only giving up meat but also cleaning up my gut bacteria and um, really focusing on my gut health um, and that's definitely something that I can recommend to you guys. Um, but again, that was really easy giving up meat because it was all my mindset. So again, I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything. I didn't feel like I was losing anything. I actually thought I was gaining and I have gained. I've lost weight. My digestion's just so clear. Um, so it's been it's been very easy, actually, very easy. And don't forget, I changed my name. And I know that sounds really weird, but for those of you who have or haven't listened to this before, um, I changed my name by numerology. And a lot of my vibration, my new vibration, is all around um, having a healthy vibration and also being fit and healthy. So it's kind of easier for me, I think, to do these things now just purely because it's my new vibration. So the fifth thing that I am most proud of in the last decade is setting up my purpose-led business and following my heart by doing this work full time. If you are somebody who is dabbling in your purpose-led business, um, you can do it. You can step in full time. I found with myself, I had a lot of stories about why I couldn't make it work and um, I was scared. Basically, I think when you've done something for so long, it becomes second nature and doing something new can be quite scary. But I would definitely recommend that it's worth putting all your energy into the direction that you want to go, because otherwise you dissipate your energy. And obviously you make yourself not strong because your whole focus and whole intention isn't on where you want to go. So I found previously... um, my recruitment business was taking a lot of my energy and I was worried about it and I was thinking about it, meaning that I couldn't focus on developing coaching clients because I was always worried about running the recruitment business. So when I let that go, it gave me so much more headspace to really focus on my purpose-led business. So I know it's scary, people, but I've also found um, in my own experience and through the interviews that I've done, that we are supported when we do our dharma, when we are step into our purpose. So have faith, um, have faith, have trust, and follow that excitement, follow that instinct. We have one of the girls in my dharma program has just let go of her teaching job and is stepping full time into tarot cards. 
um, and jewellery making, which is totally her passion. And she's just never looked back. You know, there was a lot of energy around what she was doing, people wanting her services. Um, and she's gone for it. So really fantastic. So, yeah, that's definitely one of the things I'm most proud of. Uh, interestingly, in my numerology, in my name, I have a follow your passion number, which, again, makes it easier for me to go after what I want. So that I've definitely seen that kick in as well this year. Um, and number six is about becoming financially free. Um, I actually did that in my early 30s. About 32, I became financially free. I had enough property to live on. Um, meaning that the income from my property is paid for me to live. So I've been financially free for nearly 10 years. And I don't tell you that to show off. Um, I just tell you that because I think it's important if you're going to follow people that you know that they're authentic and they're open, they're honest, and if they're going to talk to you about money, especially you need to know that they've got money acumen. Um, and we've gone on to grow our, our property portfolio and um, – it was probably one of the best decisions I made in my early 20s to buy property. Um, but it's possible for everybody to do this and become financially free. So if that's something you're looking to do in the next 10 years, you know, my advice for you would be find a mentor or find someone who's been there and done it um, because they're going to fast track your success. Um, and again, you know, one of my, I think I said in my last podcast, the mistake I made is I always think I can do it better myself or I always try and struggle and work out the answers when actually why should you do that when you can leapfrog and by finding somebody who's done what you want to do and learning from them. So number seven for me is starting my podcast, even though it was absolutely petrifying. And this is like three years ago now. I remember starting it, it was so confronting. Um, but it's baby steps, people. You know, you don't build Rome overnight. So if you have got something that's calling you, just start. Just do one thing towards it every single day. This is what we talk about in Dharma because that stuff adds up and it gets easier. Um, and I, I never would have realized where the podcast was taking me. You know, it's taken me on to creating my courses. It's taken me on to interview and meet some amazing people. It's taken me on to have confidence to stand and talk and own my power and my own voice. So all these things are catalysts and they're all leading us in the direction of our bigger purpose. So 2020, what is it that you want to do? Um, what else am I really proud of? Well, I'm proud of creating my Diodama program. That incredibly is incredibly fulfilling for me because of the results that I get and the women that come through it who say it's life-changing. And to change somebody's life, you know, is a privilege and that they trust you to work with you. And we've created such a beautiful community. We've got 30 people in our mastery community now. Um, and people letting go of anxiety, depression, they're, you know, stepping onto their soul path you know, just having that support and community around them, that's incredibly rewarding. Like, I can't tell you how rewarding that is. Um, and then number nine is getting my dogs. <laughs> um, I think I was single for so long, about eight years, and I wanted to get a dog, but again, it felt like such a big responsibility, and could I do it? And, you know, all these sort of stories that we tell ourselves. And so getting a dog, and then dogs, because I now have two, um, was just a game changer because uh, they open your hearts. You know, I think that we choose them, they choose us. Like I think there's almost like a preordained contract that we have with animals. 
Um, my two little babies are just unbelievably gorgeous, and I wouldn't change them for the world. Um, so I'm proud of you know making taking the plunge and getting them. Um, and then the final thing I'm proud of is our current house where we're living in. Like we literally didn't think we could afford it, but we went after it anyway. And I think this is another example of testament to build it and they will come. So what I mean by that is build your vision and know what you want, but not how it's going to happen. Because most of us don't even start because we can't see how things are going to unfold. So with this house, you know, we found it. And, and I remember the guy wanted more money than we thought we could afford and we just trusted it felt right we followed the feeling it felt right and consequently you know we are here today and we're just about to start building the yoga studio in our garden which is exciting because then we'll have a full-on retreat center where we'll be able to sleep 14 people and do dharma retreats so i'm going to do a dharma retreat next year uh, for people who haven't done dharma so if you're interested in coming to stay at my house I'm having a weekend retreat, probably Friday night, Saturday all day and Sunday all day, where I teach you do your dharma over the course of a weekend. Then let me know. We are creating a waiting list now. So I'd love to know. Uh, it probably will be around June or July next year. So drop me a PM on Instagram. Um, but it's been a great, great decade. And the thing that's most exciting for me is to know that at 32, I was just starting to understand this stuff, the law of attraction. Uh, I was just starting to understand how you, your life works, really. So I know the next decade is going to be powerful and incredible. And one of the things I've been doing in the last two months, or maybe the last month, really, is letting go of anything that doesn't serve me. I've made some big decisions um, some work, in some work that I do. Um, around letting go of things that were unaligned. Um, as much as I love them, some of them caused me more hassle than I needed. Um, so I've let them go. Um, and that's very much testament to the energy that is happening on the planet right now. Um, for those of you that know one of my dear mentors and beautiful friends, a guy called Nick Haynes, he um, talks about how we were in the earth energy stage on the platform on the platform, on the planet. And what that means is that the last um, 12 years, we've been focused on, um, we have been focused on understanding, developing communities, being in a very kind of understanding place on the planet. And now we're going into a metal stage, which is more about less is more, and also about getting rid of things that are not aligned to us. So what is it that you can let go of in this last month of this final decade that you don't want to take into your new shiny 2020? Now is the time to let it go. So one last reflection I have for you guys, which I have learned a big lesson this year, and it's all been around letting go and surrendering. Um, I've learned this in two areas. As you know, we're practicing for a little baby and um, I have had to let that go in the sense of just trust, you know, and just let go and trust the universe. The universe has the answers and the divine timing. So over Halloween, I kind of did a letting go process. I burnt anything I was holding on to. Um, and I'm sitting in that space of trust. Um, and as you can imagine, with a baby, that's very emotive. Um, but it's been also quite freeing 
you know, I think I've said to you guys before, I try, truly love my life and my, you know, what I do and who I am and, you know, who I'm lucky enough to, to be around. So that focusing on that and being grateful for that on a consistent, ongoing basis is important. And then just trusting that if I'm meant to be a mother, I will be. Um, so that's been a really big lesson for me. And I think um, the other thing I've really learned is um, using my kind of power in the universe. I think I've also been overcomplicating things. Like my genetic blueprint for success is very much I'm a communication soul. So I have to communicate. It's why I'm here. I'm here to take big concepts and make them simple for people. But I'm also a wisdom and a power soul. So what does that mean? Well, it, wisdom is very much about sharing or understanding collective wisdom and sharing it with masses. Um, but the power is the thing I've really come in, coming to learn. Like, I think in the last year, I've really learned that I've been overcomplicating things. Let me explain to you what I mean by that. Um, I've been holding on and trying to control outcomes and um what I've really learned is that when we set an intention in the universe and then we do things towards that intention and we let go and we trust the universe, things create and manifest. So let me give you an example, a practical example, right? This year I launched, launched my wellness warrior lunches and I set the intention in the first lunch I wanted 10 women. And I obviously put it out in the universe, I put it on Instagram, put it out through my network. And I got a few women say yes straight away. And then I forgot about it. I got really busy. And the next thing I know, it's like two days before, I'm confirming the numbers and it's 10 people. Now, that was more my luck than judgment, purely because I got busy and I forgot about it. Normally, what I would try and do is hold on to the result and control the outcome. And that's what I mean. We are powerful human beings. And so my top tip for you this year is set intentions. I push them out in the universe and then let them go then surrender. And I've been doing this with my coaching programs and I've been doing this with my, uh, I'm doing a 2020 vision day in January. Same process. It's worked brilliantly. So I'm starting to trust the universe even, even more. And the thing is, is that as human beings, as souls, we're here to experience love, joy, and it's not just work. You know, I have a tendency to be a bit of a workaholic. And so I tend to sort of work when I don't need to. You know, it's like control, sorry, control life, don't control life. Be happy and joyful around life. Live it, live it to the fullest and let go and trust. Because I think that's been my biggest lesson this year. That when I do that, when I just follow the flow, when I just let go, when I just enjoy myself, enjoy my life, the results are fantastic. And then the final bit of advice I'm going to give you that I think this is another thing I've really reflected on is Choose one thing and get really good at it. Um, in the last sort of couple of months, I've really focused on Instagram and getting good at it. Um, uh, and that would be my advice. If you, this is something that you want to focus on next year, um, just do one thing, you know, and conquer one thing. So, what is the one thing? Um, that you want to really get good at, focus on that and then just put all your energy and intention into that and learn it. So that is going to be my um, top tip for the final episode of uh, 2019.
I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to know what it is that you will be focusing on in 2020. I'd love to know the 10 things that you are most proud of in the last decade. As ever, if you are listening to this podcast, please, please, please um, message me and let me know. Please, please share it on uh, share it on Instagram. And yeah, have an amazing New Year's Eve. And if you are out there drinking, having fun, make sure you have fun and don't put too much pressure on yourself, you know. And New Year's Eve is just another night. I remember always thinking, oh, I've got to make it so special and I've got to, you know, it's got to be incredible and blah, 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 blah. Um, it's just another night, people. Don't don't worry about it. Um, just have do a letting go process. Enjoy yourself. Um, and, yeah, exciting times are ahead. And I'm looking forward to seeing you in 2020. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast, my reflections of 2019. I'd love to know your reflections of 2019. So if you are listening to this, please jump on Instagram. Please let me know the 10 things that you are most proud of over the last decade. And I look forward to supporting you moving forward. you so much for listening to the kitty talks podcast i do hope you've enjoyed this solo cast or this guest this week i try and interview the most amazing people so you guys can really get some insight into how you can build amazing lives in alignment with your soul if you haven't already come over and follow me on instagram kitty underscore talks and i'm also on facebook and we have a free facebook community so why not come and join us